What's the difference between sencha versus hojicha? Sencha and hojicha are both very popular teas, but the taste is very different. In this video, we're going to compare hojicha versus sencha and see how these two teas differ. We'll also learn how one subtle difference in the production process can lead to two completely different flavor profiles. Before we get started, it would really mean a lot to us if you could subscribe to the YouTube channel and stay tuned for future tea videos. If you'd prefer to read about this topic, we have a great blog article on our website, and we'll put the link in the description below. Without further ado, let's get started. So what's the difference between sencha versus hojicha? Before we compare sencha versus hojicha, let's start by simply defining what sencha and hojicha are. First, let's start with sencha. Sencha is the most common type of green tea in Japan, making up 70% of the total tea market. While sencha is a broad category, it generally refers to tea leaves that have been steamed and rolled to form these tightly rolled needle shapes. Sencha is not quite as tightly rolled as gyokuro, but is more tightly rolled compared to a tea like tamari okucha, for example. During the steaming process, the enzymes in the tea leaf that cause oxidation are broken down, and the tea is able to lock in these more grassy notes. These grassier vegetable notes come from the presence of polyphenols in the tea leaves. If the tea leaves were not heated directly after harvest, they would begin to oxidize naturally, and the polyphenols would be converted into theoflavins. That's why black teas have less of these grassy or steamed vegetable flavors. Next, let's talk about hojicha. The first stages of the production are similar when comparing hojicha versus sencha. However, there are differences that arise between the two teas later on in the production process. Once the leaves have been dried, they are then roasted at a high heat. This can be done in a rolling machine or in a large pan where it's turned automatically. In this large pan, the farmer makes both hojicha, fully roasted tea, and kamairicha, partially roasted tea. The difference here is that the hojicha is roasted with the lid on, allowing it to be heated at a higher temperature for a longer time. This high temperature starts to break down the polyphenols of the leaf, giving it less of these grassy notes. The partially roasted kamairicha actually retains some of its grassy notes, making it taste somewhere in between a sencha and a hojicha. The high heat of the hojicha roasting process really cooks out the polyphenols almost completely, and therefore the hojicha has very little of this grassy or steamed vegetable flavors that the sencha once had. Instead, it takes on more of these roasted notes of caramel, chocolate, and coffee. What are the differences between sencha versus hojicha? First, let's start with the color. When comparing hojicha versus sencha, the first difference you'll likely notice is the color of the leaves. During the roasting process, the leaves change from green to brown, and as a result, hojicha will have dark brown leaves, while sencha will have green leaves. This being said, both of the teas still are considered green teas because they're unoxidized. You may also notice larger leaves and more stems in hojicha versus sencha. While premium sencha is made from the youngest sprouts of the tea plant, a tea like hojicha is often made with the older leaves and stems. These leaves are less desirable in teas like gyokuro and sencha, but they are great for roasting. The appearance and the color of the tea. The differences between sencha versus hojicha don't end with the leaf. They also have differences in the color of the brewed tea as well. The color of sencha can range anywhere from bright yellow to a dark green, mostly depending on the steaming process. The color of hojicha, on the other hand, is anywhere from an orange to a dark brown. This makes it easy to recognize a cup of hojicha versus sencha. Flavor. Now that we've explained a bit about the appearance of these teas, let's compare sencha versus hojicha in a little more detail. First, let's start off with the flavor of the tea. The flavor notes in sencha have been compared to edamame, sweet corn, baby spinach, and even a little hint of seaweed. The emphasis is on these green but slightly sweet flavor profiles. With hojicha, you may notice more notes of roasted nuts, chocolate, caramel, and even a hint of coffee. The coffee note is not as pronounced, but it can come out with darker roasted teas like the cookie hojicha. Caffeine. The caffeine content of sencha is on the higher side, making it a good tea to enjoy in the morning. The amount of caffeine can vary slightly depending on how the tea is shaded and also what cultivar it comes from. Shaded sencha's will be higher in caffeine, while unshaded sencha's will be lower in caffeine. Most sencha teas will have between 40 to 60 milligrams of caffeine per cup. This is only slightly lower than a small cup of coffee, which will have between 80 to 120 milligrams of caffeine per cup. Even though this tea has a significant amount of caffeine, you won't feel quite as jittery when you drink it. 
That's because of the L-theanine, an amino acid that can slow the absorption of caffeine. You should notice much more of a calm, alert sensation when you drink green tea in the morning instead of coffee. Drinking hojicha in the late afternoon or evening can be a very relaxing part of your daily routine. This tea is quite low in caffeine, with only around 7 to 40 milligrams of caffeine per cup. The roasted notes of this tea are very calming and it can be a great way to unwind after a long day. What about the differences in brewing between sencha and hojicha? Both of these teas are prepared the same way, but with different temperatures. You can use 5 grams of leaves in a teapot, pour in 150 milliliters of water, and steep the tea for one minute. For sencha, you can use 140 to 160 degrees Fahrenheit water, and for hojicha, you can use 160 to 175 degrees Fahrenheit water. The reason sencha is prepared at a lower temperature is because hotter water extracts more of the bitter components of the tea. During the roasting process, a lot of these bitter components have been reduced, and therefore it's able to stand up to higher temperatures. This is a key difference when comparing sencha versus hojicha. With a temperature around 160 to 175, you should be able to extract this nice roasted flavor from the tea. Both teas also work exceptionally well as a cold brew. The sencha takes on more of these sweet and fruity notes, and the hojicha takes on more of these chocolate and caramel notes. To prepare each tea as a cold brew, just use 5 to 10 grams of leaves, 500 milliliters of room temperature water, and let the tea sit overnight. In the morning, you should have a nice refreshing cup of cold brewed green tea. Cultivation. There are not many differences between the cultivation of sencha versus hojicha. The main difference comes to when the tea is ready to be harvested. To pick a sencha, the farmer will go for the top sprouts and buds of the tea plant. Because this tea is unroasted, it's more important to select good quality leaves that will produce a smoother and sweeter flavor. When you're roasting a tea, you can be less picky when it comes to the leaves that you use. This is why when comparing the picking of hojicha versus sencha, you may find that hojicha can be much rougher with more stems and more mature leaves. Price. The last difference comes down to the price of the tea. Hojicha will almost always be cheaper than sencha because it tends to be made from the older tea leaves and stems, whereas premium sencha is made from the top sprouts of the tea plant. The top sprouts are the highest in nutrients and therefore they're the most desirable. Because leaves for hojicha are roasted, they don't need to be made from the sprouts. They can be made from older leaves and stems of the tea plant. This brings the price of hojicha down and the stems actually roast differently than the leaves, giving the tea more complexity in its roasted flavor. So there you have it, sencha versus hojicha. Both of these teas are great to drink, but depending on the time of day and what you're in the mood for flavor-wise, they can have separate advantages and disadvantages. We recommend that you switch off between these two teas to keep your palate fresh. If you're getting too used to the grassy and steamed vegetable flavors of sencha, try challenging your palate and switching to hojicha for a few mornings. If you're getting tired of these warmer flavor profiles, wake up your taste buds with the bright and fresh sencha tea. If you'd like to try hojicha or sencha tea, you can find them on our website, neoteas.com. When you try the tea from us, you're not only helping to support this YouTube channel, you're also helping to support the dozens of small farmers in Japan that we work with. After traveling around Japan for the past few years, we've met dozens of farmers, sampled hundreds of different teas, and selected the ones that we like the most. Feel free to try a few different types of sencha and hojicha tea and see which ones are your favorites. If you have any questions about green tea, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. Until then, we'll see you next time.